Welcome back to the First and Pick 6 podcast. I'm going to be your host, Jake, today. Um, joined in by my two friends and regular members, Brandon and Tim. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to start... <laughs> I guess I didn't say hi, but... Um, we're going to start with the Rams and Bills reaction. Um, kind of a kind of a lame game, to be honest. You saw a lot from both teams, good and bad. Um, not for both teams, bad on the Ra- uh, Rams' part, really good on the Bills. I'm just going to start. The biggest surprise for me was the lack of energy from the Rams being, um, you know, Super Bowl champions, hanging the banner at home. You know, you'd, you'd think they'd come out and play, I guess, with a, a lot more energy and you know, I don't know if it's a Super Bowl hangover or or what, but they did not look ready to play. They looked slow. Um, some some weird coaching decisions, I thought. Um, Ramsey getting burnt. It just it it wasn't a close game, and man, did the Bills come out and you know show that. You know, they're the overwhelming, you know, Super Bowl favorites. Everyone has them pretty much locked in to win. Um, we're going to start with Brandon. Kind of what was your first thoughts and, you know, thoughts on it? Uh, I thought it would be a lot, more, a lot higher scoring than it was. I thought it would be kind of a shootout, um, especially with how good both those offenses are. But it definitely had, you know, week one kind of vibes to it. It was very sloppy. I mean, the, the Bills had four turnovers. I think the Rams had four or five turnovers. Um, Josh Allen had two picks, and then there's uh, Cook and Moss fumble. And then Stafford had three picks. So it was a pretty sloppy game, which is kind of surprising for those two teams. I guess not necessarily. I guess both quarterbacks are kind of gunslingers that kind of put the ball in dangerous spots. Um, I had the Bills winning it. I thought they were gonna going to win. I just didn't think it would be as big of a win, you know, 21 points uh, that it was. Um, but yeah, it was really weird because the first half is like, it was 10-10 at half or whatever, really low scoring. And then all of a sudden the Bills just came out and put up 21. Um, yeah, Ramsey looked kind of bad. You know, I mean, Diggs is a really good receiver and a very good route runner. So it's not like he, did, he looked bad against some, you know, number two guy or something like that. Uh, it was weird with the Rams' decision were to not run Cam Akers. I think he had two rushes for like zero yards or something like that. They kind of stuck with uh, Henderson. Uh, and then the the Bills, I, I missed it because uh, I didn't get to start watching until the second quarter. But saw Cook fumbled it, and then never really went back to him. So hopefully that's, you know, you kind of wanted to see, especially a rookie, maybe he fumbles it, you give him another shot, kind of keep his confidence up. And they kind of just pulled him from the game. So hope that doesn't have any lingering effects on on Cook, but Moss looked good. Josh Allen again looks like a you know like a dog. So uh, yeah, they look bad. I mean, four turnovers by the Bills and they still won by 21 against a good team. The Bills gonna be very very dangerous if they can stay healthy this year. Tim. Yeah. Um. Kind of pick it off what Brandon was saying. It was kind of weird, just just the, for one, the way the reaction, I think, with uh, James Cook's fumble, I would have assumed, given 
you know, Moss's struggles at times and even Singletary's struggle at times to get him involved again, especially with the, like the trend of the game, um, especially late, just because he's a kind of a dynamic back, just like I would say Singletary can be at times. Um, so it's a little weird as far as that goes, but on the Rams side, it just like everything looks so disconnected for some reason. Um, there was like a false start, like I think it was sometime early in the second quarter, and that was just like that collapsed that entire small momentum they had going, small momentum they had going, and that was seemed kind of like it was it. Like they just it was something like that would happen every drive, and it just was odd that they had no cohesion and the only thing that looked normal was cup like he dominated kind of towards it in times like at spots like he normally does but stafford looked kind of rough at times with his decision making and you know he threw a couple picks some of them were tipped but well, still i just want to say that one that went off cooper cup's hands that is all on stafford that was a no look pass when you're down mm. in the fourth quarter off, I mean, this why there's no point in that. That's, and I think yeah. that's not, that's kind of the culture they're building there. I feel it's just like, yeah, we're fun. We're gonna do all this, and it looked awful. But not to cut you off, Tim. I'm sorry. No, Go no, ahead. you're good. Like it, it just, it was part of it. Maybe, maybe he's a little too has too much trust in. Like, it's good to have trust in your wide receiver, especially when you're as good as Cup. But having too much trust can kind of lead you to be. A little irresponsible at times and i think that's kind of like one of those plays he was just irresponsible and made a decision that probably wasn't really i mean yeah if it, it gets if he pulls it off yeah wow that looks cool it's a highlight but like obviously what happened happened and so it's just like you know you don't need to do that in that time um and then the run game kind of was okay at times henderson looked good for the most part um talk about he looked awful I just like the way he was going through, like, if you compare it to how I think he was, like, before he got, like, hurt, was that last year, the year before? He looks more, like, crit, like, like, way he was cutting looked good again. He still, like, the entire thing, they, they struggled running overall, but he looked better than he had. And I don't know what's going on with Cam. I don't know if they just, what that was about. That was kind of like an Allen Robinson thing where it just was kind of wild. That well, just they were almost non-existent, even when they were on the field. Well, speaking of non-existence, let's talk about some of the things on the Ram side. One, their lack of running game, awful. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about that offensive line. It's like their forty-year-old center leaves, and like, did he play? You know, every position on the line because their line looked awful. And maybe it was the Bills' defense because, like, I mean, Von Miller kind of looked like prime Von Miller. He looked healthy. Um. I think I think probably the biggest thing for the Rams though was they could not get off the field on third down. The Bills went like I think it was like nine mm-hmm. to ten. They're like ninety percent on third down. You got to get off the field. Um, but yeah, just you know, Justin Allen, um, dog. Josh Allen, Justin Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen looks like a dog. Um, but yeah, I I guess you know let's not overreact too much. First game of the season, but um, the Bills look like you know who everyone says they were. And the Rams look like they maybe, you know, 
need to get to a better start because it, it it was not pretty. Did yeah. you want to chime in with something there, Tim? Or I was just to say it's kind of like uh, um, the the Bills' defense. I think looked more improved than what I think maybe people were expecting. I you know, agree. You don't, yeah, you don't necessarily know what you're getting out of uh, you know, old Vaughn, but if that's what you get, like somewhat <laughs> consistently, shit, that's that's be hard. Because I mean, even you had like Rousseau who has kind of been off and on whether he's even looked decent he showed up you know basham showed up like they had guys who up until this year obviously you know a couple years could get more get better but like it seemed like vaughn triggered a whole bunch of stuff that happened on that d-line well it was I, pretty nuts it was, it was it was cool to see um yeah. I, I really hope uh alan robinson shows up maybe a little bit more um not happy with him considering I have him fantasy, but um, yeah, let's not overreact too much. But it does look like the Bills are who we thought they were. Um, we're gonna switch on to week one matchups, we'll just go over some of these super quick. Um, Jacksonville and the Commanders, um, I think it'll be a close game. I think this one's kind of a pick me. Um, I'm curious to see how Lawrence looks in his first game or I guess not his first game, his first game this year with a competent coach. Um, and the commanders were, I guess we're going to see if this is Carson uh, Wentz's last stint. If, uh, if he's as bad as everyone says he is, or if uh, maybe Brandon's a genius for holding out hope. We'll see. Um, I got, I probably have the commanders in that one though. Uh, Brandon, what about you? Um, yeah, I think, I think it could be a really good game. Uh, I think the Jags are gonna be a little bit better just because of Doug Peterson than they were, or they're gonna be better than they were last year. But I think they're, you know, they could be a little bit of a surprise team. But I don't think it's gonna happen week one. I have the, I still think the Commanders are gonna win this one. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I uh, kind of like you said, this is Wentz's kind of last shot here. He's got to make it work. If he doesn't, you know, he's gonna be you know back up somewhere next year if not in Washington. So hopefully he comes out and, and plays good, but uh, it, it's all going to ride on him pretty much. Yeah, so this is a kind of an interesting matchup with to see who comes out and looks more improved, I think. Um, I'm excited to see how Lawrence looks with ETN being healthy and having you know a revamped wide receiver core. And then, Jones. <laughs> and then uh with the commanders, I think this is a also while this is Carson's last shot, it's a good position to be in minus the offensive line a little bit. He's got really good weapons given his wide receiver core. Like the just the top end two guys. Like you're talking about which is gonna be McLaurin and probably Dotson. And you have Curtis Samuel who if he can stay healthy, he's still really good. Um, and then if Lance Thomas can stay healthy, he's a really good tight end. So it, it's it's some good weapons, and it's just about which team can improve more, I think, in this game. But ultimately, I'm going with, the, I think the commander's going to win this one. But I think it's going to be more entertaining than what people might think on paper. All right, we'll move on to the next matchup. Probably one of my favorite matchups um, this weekend, Steelers-Bengals. Um I Bengals win, I think, but it's a divisional game. I think it's going to be close. 
Um, I am on the Mitch Trubisky isn't a bad quarterback. I don't know if he's a you know a franchise guy. He's a good bridge. He's been to you know he's been to playoffs. Um, Steelers offensive line worries me, but their defense is good. And Mike Tomlin is, I'd probably say, best coach in that division. You could argue Ravens. Um, he, but yeah, I got I got Bengals winning this. Uh, Brandon, let's see what you got. Yeah, I think the Bengals are the the better team. Um, it probably will be close just because it is divisional. Mike Tomlin's teams play pretty well, and then the underdog, which they, I don't know what the line is on this game, but I think they're like five point underdog or something like that, if not more. So uh, I think it's gonna be a better game than it probably should be, but I think the the Bengals are definitely the the far better team. Um, we'll see if Joe Burrow and Jamar can keep the pace that they kind of were at the end of last season. But yeah, I think the Bengals are going to win this one. Yeah, I'm on the same boat as you guys. I think the Bengals win. And for them, it's just about being able to um, not necessarily repeat last year, but you know, be similar to it. Like, stay consistent on offense and do what you do best. Um I think they're in a good spot as a team overall. I think the defense got better. I think the offensive line got better. Um, but the Steelers, I mean, you can never count them out because Mike Tomlin, you know, being a Hall of Fame coach, I think, which is pretty much unanimous at this point, regardless because of his record and everything he's done. Um, he's an insanely hard coach to play against because, you know, he is who he is. His teams are always, you know, able to compete to win, no matter even if you have ancient Big Ben out there can throw five yards or you have younger guys who, you know, I think Mitch has the opportunity to show that he can be a starter in some capacity. He's got the athleticism, you know, he has a decently good arm. It's just about whether he can make good decisions and be accurate. Um, they have a pretty good wide receiver core. Tight end is good. Good running back. The offensive line is pretty spotty, but it's just, you know, it's his, his shot. And I think he, he could, if he goes out there and plays decently well, I think he can, you know, maybe solidify himself this his this job this year. But he's definitely the bridge guy, I think, in in Pittsburgh, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> next game. Um. Kind of a snooze fest for me. I know someone's pretty might be pretty pumped about it. Um. I'd have to say. Uh. I think it's gonna be a close game, but I'm gonna go Panthers. Um, you know, Mayfield's back at the back facing his old team. I guess he's not at the Browns, but he's facing his old team. Um, I'm just not a big Jacoby Brissett guy. It'd be more interesting if they had Watson. Um, but yeah, I think Panthers probably win this game. Yeah. So for those that don't know, it is the Browns Panthers. Jake decided to tell us. You didn't say anything. You just said this oh, is going to be my boring bad, matchup. My bad. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, I have the Panthers yeah, in this one. Uh, I think, you know, kind of a revenge game for Baker. <clears throat> Baker's look good in the preseason, which is crazily, the, the Panthers on FanDuel at least are one and a half point underdogs. Uh, so that's definitely one of my locks of the week, betting wise. I think the, the Panthers are a sure thing here. Just because, you know, I don't know, there's a lot of shit going down in Cleveland. Um, and I don't really think Brissett's that good of a quarterback. He's not bad, but I don't think he's that good. Um, I don't think he's a starter in the NFL. 
so I think this is going to be a, a pretty good game by Baker and uh, Carolina will be able to pull it off. Yeah, I I, uh, I got the Panthers. I, I think I'm kind of with Brandon here. I think it's kind of a no-brainer almost just because they have Jacoby Brissett starting. And like you said, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's not like a starter. He's a good backup, but like I just don't think that he can be able to beat them. And with everything else going on in the organization in itself, I think there's just a lot of outside noise that's going to distract them all season. <clears throat> yeah, um, next game, another kind of revenge game. We got Joe Flacco in the Jets taking on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, who did not reach a new contract. Um, kind of shocking. We'll get to that later. Um, I got the Ravens, Molly Wap in the Jets. Um, it's not going to be close. Um, it's really all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, this game, probably, I agree, not going to be a close one. You know, the Ravens maybe are a little bit worse in offense, losing Hollywood. But they still have Lamar. You know, they still have, you know, they have... Um, Bateman. They have Bateman. Um, still have Andrews. I don't know who's going to be the backfield for him. If J.K. Dobbins is starting or who they have starting for him. I don't know if J.K. Dobbins is Last I knew, I believe cleared. he was questionable. But... I think it's Mike Davis. Oh. I know. They I like, don't know that. They're like all hurt still, so. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's going to be quite as a blowout just because of those reasons and the fact that the Jets defense, I think, is better this year than they were last year. But uh, I still have the Ravens winning this pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. Um... I think the Ravens kind of take it pretty pretty easily, like they were saying. Um, I think it'd be a different story if maybe Zach was playing. I think he's a little bit more of a um, not necessarily an X factor, but a, a wild card a factor. That yeah, he could definitely could have changed the game. But with Joe Flacco, I think it's kind of like you know what you're getting. Um, and I just at this point I haven't seen. I don't know when the last time he even really looked decent. Anytime um, in the playoffs. No, I'm just saying, like, in the past <laughs> recent years, like, I don't know if he's looked, like, decent at all at any point. Um, so it's just, like, it, it's pretty hard to even consider them as an option to be able to win this game. But I I just don't see them being able to even match up really well just because their offense is going to be pretty stagnant. Yeah, up next we got uh, Patriots at the Dolphins. Um, I don't think – I think it's a closer game than I think maybe people are going to think. Um, Patriot. All reports are Patriots. Um, their offense has been awful. Um, seeing their first team go against the Raiders' second string in you know preseason was a little alarming. If you were a Patriots fan, but you know it's Bill Belichick. I'm not gonna doubt him. I mean, it'd be really unfair for you to undoubt him. Um, I got the Dolphins winning. They beat the Patriots twice last year, and. They got way better, and um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a close game, but I think the Dolphins probably pull it out. Yeah, I'm kind of the same same page as you. I just don't that the Patriots team with Matt Patricia calling the offensive plays now seems kind of weird and worrisome. Uh, there's a lot of weird shit going on there, so I don't know I don't know what that team's gonna be like this year. Uh, Miami might, you know, might not be. 100%, you know, just because they're still learning McDaniel's offense probably. But uh, I think they're going to go – they're going to be able to win this one. I think it's going to be close, like you said. 
I think the Dolphins should, without doubt, win this game. Yeah, I got the Dolphins too. Um, I think I think they end up winning this game. I think it's gonna be close. But they end up winning late. They're kind of pulling away maybe a little bit, just because I don't think the offense is gonna do very well for the Patriots because of all the dysfunction that seems to be going around. So that Patriots defense, I think their backs just gonna break towards the end of the game, trying to contain Tyreek and Waddle. Um, I, I, I don't think it's gonna be a drastic difference in scoring, like by any means, but I definitely think that they, um, you know, probably win maybe like two touchdowns or so, touchdown, two touchdowns by the end of the game, just because they're, like I said, they're just going to break the back end of the, the Patriots defense. Um, up next, we got the 49ers at Chicago, the Bears. Um, <clears throat> this one's kind of interesting just because you're going to see Trey Lance, you know, First game with the whole offseason, you know, being the starter. Um, we'll see if there's any kind of drama in the locker room as far as keeping Jimmy G. I don't think so. Um, I think the Bears are going to be fucking awful. But I I think it's not a blowout, but it's not close. You know, it's in that medium range where, like, you lost, but you can take away some stuff for it. Um, interesting fact about Trey Lance, um, used to date Colin Cowherd's daughter. Little fact for you there. Brandon, what do you think about this game? Well, that is a fun fact. <laughs> did you guys know that? I did no. not. Now, actually, I don't, so not to get off track, little side thing here. If you go and like, listen to Colin Cowherd, um, he was a big Trey Lance fan, like before the draft, which is when him and uh his daughter started or Trey Lance and his daughter started dating. And now that they broke up, you start seeing his takes be a little a little anti Trey. But back to you. Interesting. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. Uh yeah, I think the Fortnite's gonna win this game. I think the Bears, like kinda like you are gonna could be a very good team this year. Um you know, I don't even know if the Fortnite's will be Look that good. You know, I hope Trey Lance looks good. Uh, but their defense is just so good that the Bears have virtually no offensive line. So Trey's going to be running for his life all game. Or not Trey. Uh, Fields going to be running for his life all game. So I just don't think they're going to be able to do anything against that, that San Francisco defense. This could be a 7-0 game. I could see it. <laughs> you know, if the, I don't know about, Trey, don't know about Trey can't get the Niners offense running. Uh I think it's going to be pretty bad for the Bears. I don't see this ending well for them. Yeah, um, I got the 49ers winning this pretty handily. Um, not necessarily in scoring, but I think they're just going to dominate the entire game. Um, I could see them running the ball a ton because kind of Shanahan's kind of his, his calling card for some reason, even though he ends up with 40 hurt running backs a season. But the Bears' offensive line is just terrible. And the 49ers' defense is, uh, especially up front, like in the box, they're insane. So I, Justin's going to be running for his life. And as much as he could be a wild card, I don't think him and Mooney are going to be able to do much. He just not, he's not going to have the time to get the ball to Mooney. Um, it's just going to be a, a beatdown. 
Yeah. Um, our next game, Colts at Texans. Um, this one's kind of a weird game. I'm not sure. Um, I think the Texans are going to be a little better than I think most people think. Um, I'm a Davis Mills fan. I think we, we all kind of are. Um, but the Colts are a better team. They got better players, better coaching. Um, I think Colts probably win by a decent margin, but I bet Davis Mills looks pretty pretty good. Yeah, part of me wants to take the Texans. If Levy Smith wasn't their head coach, I probably would <laughs> right? take the Texans. I don't think. I think he's going to be their issue this season. I don't think it's going to be honestly on the field. It's going to be his play calling and his side of the the whole deal. Uh, I, I, you kind of said I like Mills as well. Um, I'm pretty big on Damian Pierce this year in fantasy. I think the Sexton team is better than they're going to play due to Lovey. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I just don't think they're ready yet to, to beat the Colts. So I think the Colts are going to win it. Yeah, I, I got the Colts as well. Um, as much as like Davis Mills, it's kind of hard to beat. If, if Jonathan Taylor plays like he did last year, it's pretty hard to beat that. And, um, the Colts' defense is still pretty good. It's gotten younger in the back end, but the they have a ton of potential and a ton of speed at their safety both safety positions. Um, and I'm also looking for a big game from uh, Damian Pierce. I think he's going to be pretty good, but I just don't know how well they're going to be able to hold up because of like Brandon was saying, like coaching. Lovey's Historically, not a good coach. I mean, he's good in college, but NFL has been pretty lackluster. Um, I think it's just going to be kind of the tail of the season. I think they have a lot of potential, but they're just not ready for it. They don't have the right coach either. Yeah, I don't know. That's. I think that game, honestly, is going to be... Um, now that I was thinking about it, I think it's going to be a blowout. Um Packers at Vikings. Mm, this is tough. I think Vikings are going to be pretty good this year. I think they're going to challenge for the division. Uh, man, I listened to Joe Rogan. And uh, Aaron Rodgers was on Joe Rogan not too long ago. And, well, I'm a believer. I'm going to go Packers in a high-scoring game. And the only reason why the Vikings lose this game is because their defense still kind of sus, like suspect, a little sus. And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Just gonna put him in a place. Um, I don't know the exact score, but it's gonna be high scoring. Packers by three. Yeah. So Fanduel has this as the Vikings is the one and a half point underdog. Uh, I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Vikings. We'll win this uh, here on ESPN. 67% have the peck in the Packers as well. Um, I just, they don't really have anybody. I guess they have Randall Cobb. But, uh, you know, the wide receivers are a big question mark on Green Bay's side. So I think it's going to take a game or two, if not longer, for them to kind of get in sync with the Rodgers. Especially because they didn't play any preseason with them. Um and I, I like the Vikings this year. I think they're going to be good. I think they can challenge the Packers for the the division. 
I think they start that with a week one win against the Packers. Ooh, okay. I uh I'm I'm higher on the Packers than Brandon is, but with Alan Lazard being hurt and not playing this weekend, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I think it kinda tilts their way a little bit more. Um it's gonna be a fun matchup too, because Justin Jefferson's gonna be going against uh um Alexander. I yeah, I'm pretty sure he's back. But um I think that's gonna be a fun matchup to watch. Um it's just Justin Jefferson's a dynamic player and their offense should be pretty high powered. I think they'll be doing pretty well. Um but I, I think the Packers offense is pretty suspect with the the young guys. I mean the only bet now that's me playing wide receiver is Randall Cobb, I think. And, you know, he's ancient at this point. I don't really know how much he's really gonna play. Um so you got young really young wide receivers who have no in game experience with Aaron Rodgers, so as much as I would like to go with the Packers, I think the Vikings win simply because of the inexperience on offense. Yeah, I think that'll be a really good game. We're going to go to the terrible versus the bad, the New York Giants at the Tennessee Titans. Um, I think the Titans are going to be bad. But um, I was thinking about it. And Titans. I think the Titans are going to win. I think it's going to be a really like boring, bad game. I think it's going to be like a 17-14, but it's going to be slow. It's going to be sloppy. Um, and Jan- Daniel Jones is just a terrible quarterback. So I got Tennessee winning. I think Tennessee is not going to be as good as they were last year, but I still have them being a decent team I don't see this being close I think they're going to run all over the Giants I think the Giants are one of the four worst teams in the NFL this year Um, mainly due to Daniel Jones and I don't think their roster is really that good Um, their probably number one wide receiver is being outplayed by a rookie so I think the Giants are going to be miserable this year so (laughs) I think the Titans will will run pretty much all over them and, and win this one yeah, I'm I'm going with Brand here. I I think the Titans are gonna regress a little bit. You know, losing AJ Brown I think is gonna be a bigger factor than what maybe they thought it would be when they traded him. But um I definitely see them running all over the Giants. Their defense is bad, they're just not a good team overall. Um their offense has a few pieces, but Daniel Jones isn't the guy. And that offensive line is pretty much always been suspect and their one like consistent starter got hurt again. So I just, it's going to be a bad season for them. They're going to end up at the bottom of the league. So Next we got the chiefs at the Cardinals. Um, super interesting game. Um, we're going to see if Kyler has been doing his homework and we're going to see if <laughs> Mahomes is going to miss Hill. Um, I think the Chiefs win this game. If you give me the Cardinals with D-Hop, you know, it, it, it's maybe a little different. Um, I think it'll be another high-scoring game. I think it's probably going to be like 31-24, 31-27 Chiefs. But, but yeah, I got the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs as well. 
There's a lot of drama and shit going on in, in Arizona. D-Hop's not playing. Um, Ertz is hurt. I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. So, uh, you know, a lot of his weapons are not a lot, but two of his big weapons are gone. You know, they, they have Hollywood now. I don't know how big of a difference that's going to make. You know, he might get open, but he has to catch the ball. Uh, I think the Chiefs' defense isn't that good, so I think they let Carolina or let Arizona stay close. But I think the Chiefs end up winning this game. Uh, I got the Chiefs too. I I think they're gonna hurt from missing. They're gonna hurt not having Tyreek, but it's still Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, and I don't really think you can ever fully count them out, no matter who they're playing. Um, but I think their defense is gonna let the Cardinals stay in the game. Um, but I definitely think that Kyler's going to have to will them to even have a chance at winning, given he doesn't have D-Hop and potentially Ertz. And I don't trust Hollywood just because of his hands. I don't think he... We'll see how he does, but there's also a lot of outside noise going on. We'll see, but I definitely think the Chiefs win this one. Next, we got the... Buccaneers versus the Cowgirls. Um, this game, I think, uh, is going to be interesting because both teams have a awful offensive line. Um, but the Bucks have a better defense, and they have Tom Brady in the midst of a divorce. I think he's going to come out angry, probably a little sad. I got the Cowboys winning. Shocker. But um, I feel like I'm going to call it now. Tom Brady's going to hit a wall. We're going to see it this year. He's not going to be bad, but he's going to be average. It'll be an average quarterback, a little above average. But um, I think his heart hurts. And um, I just, I just don't see it. I think there's too much noise going on, too much on his mind. And... Um, yeah, Cowboys winning. Yeah, the Bucks worry me a little bit this year. Not worry me because I really don't care. But um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna be as good. Kind of like you're saying, you know, Brady might regress a little bit here this year. Off a cliff. Their O line is like three or four of their starters are out for this game. That's worrisome. Cowboys line doesn't look good either, but the Bucks D is really good. Um, yeah, I know. I think they're just going to terrorize the Cowboys. The Cowboys only got worse this year. I don't think they improved <laughs> any position. Uh, actually, I'm almost positive they regressed every single position. Yeah, I think you're right, dude. All the important positions. Even kicker, literally, I think they regressed. They signed a kicker, Maher, former Husker, who they cut like two years ago. So uh, I just, I think the Bucks defense is going to win this for them. I think Brady's going to do enough with the weapons he has. Uh, I'd like to say it's going to be a blowout just because the Cowboys, but I could see them keeping it close just because of Dak. But, yeah, I think the Bucks win this game. Yeah, I got the Bucks as well. Um, we'll see how the Cowboys' offense is. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to hurt from not only losing Amari, but I'm not sure if Gallup's playing or not. But if he is, I don't see him being 100% yet. Um, so that pretty much leaves everything on CD and Dalton with, unless they start Tony, there's literally no run game as well. So 
especially against the Bucks defense. So I, I think Dak can certainly keep him in the game because he seems to put up big numbers and stuff and uh, keep things close. But I think Tom does enough with giving the, you know, Mike Evans, Godwin, you know, Cameron Brait, Scotty Miller. I think there's enough there that they can definitely win this game. But I think their season's a little bit in question now with offensive line issues. Gallup is out. Yeah, that makes it even worse for the Cowboys. So, yep, they're gonna pull it off. Um, next we got the game. We're leaving three games off, for, but for a reason. Um, we are going to Monday night. Donkeys at Seahawks. The Broncos. Um. Yeah, I think this game's a lot closer than people think. But Broncos, I think, still win. Um, you know, kind of a revenge game. Um, Russ going back to Seattle. We'll see how the fans treat him. I I would imagine it's probably positive. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, Seahawks are gonna be awful. I think I think I picked him not to win a game this year. <laughs> um, so obviously, if they're not winning a game, they're not winning this one. Uh, so let's ride. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an ass whooping. Um, <laughs> I think the Broncos got better with Russell. They have weapons everywhere now. Their O line maybe it's question mark. I don't think they looked that good last year. But I really like Javante Williams. Hopefully he kind of steps in that. They give him that number one RB role. I know they're doing it by committee. They say, but he's superior or much better than Melvin Gordon at this stage in his career. Um, and Seattle's just bad. They don't have an old line. Gene's starting for him. Gino's not starting for back in the NFL. Um, Shouldn't even be a backup. I don't, I mean, they have DK and Lockett, but they got to be able to get the ball to DK and Lockett. I don't just know if Gino can do that. I hope they just give up the passing game and let Rashad and rush for 150 in the loss because <laughs> they have him in fantasy. Uh, but yeah, I don't think this carries. is. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a close game. We heard week two. Denver handily wins this game. Yeah, I got Denver. Um, Seattle's defense is uh, probably one of the worst ones in the league, and it's not going to be pretty in this game. Gino's going to be running for his life and can just throw the ball up to DK or Lockett or Disley. But I don't see... I see him having a rough day, um, especially with the defensive line that the Broncos have. Their offensive line is kind of a questionable you know, scenario. But I think Russell's a much better situation for them. Javante's a you know young back, but he looks really good. They have a really good wide receiver core. So I, I definitely see them throwing all over Seahawks. And I think it's going to get late, and you might see some... It might The score might get run up just by them running the ball with how bad Seahawks' defense is. I just want to say, I might be biased, but I don't think the Broncos have that good of a receiving core. Martin I think it's Sutton, good. Jerry Judy, KJ Hamlin. I think you are biased. Like, but... uh, Jerry Judy is a lot of bias. Lot First of all, Hold on, Jerry Judy has the drops. Um, well, who, who's hurt? At least who their Alabama wide receiver, Tim Patrick's out for the season. Didn't you know speed and 
know. Mm. Well, There's a little bit of bias and then a little bit of a little bit of hate because their Alabama receiver isn't as bad as yours. I'm not saying you're um, say wrong. All I'm saying is hold Seattle on, just hold on. First of bad. all, I'm no, 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 no. I'm I'm just arguing the fact. I don't think the Broncos' wide receiver core is like. I think Seattle has better wide has like better wide receivers than the Broncos. Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, I would say Cortland's probably at this point in Tyler's career close to Tyler, but DK is definitely better. But I think overall their wide receiver core is better. Like, it, it's a better receiving core. It's a good receiving core. Yeah, and Russell's cool. gonna make I it guess better. Core wise, I think Denver is better, but starting wise, I think Seattle's is better. Yes. Yeah. But that's not but that's not me being biased. And I didn't mention anything about Jerry Judy. You just wanted to attack Henry Ruggs for no reason. I mean yeah, you said Jerry Judy has the drops and he's not very good. Well, I didn't say well, I did not say he was not very good. I said he You're has the drop. Leaning towards it. I mean, a little Brandon, bit, back, but Brandon, back me up. All I said was he has the drops and he's been injured. Yeah, which are Henry, both facts. The Henry Ruggs fans. That Henry left Ruggs, field. Yeah, it's a shot coming from left field, but you are a Raiders fan, so I gotta do something. Henry Ruggs isn't a Raider. Oh. He plays for the mean yeah, machine. Yeah. He plays for nobody yeah. now. He plays for the mean yeah. machine because they're starting wide out. Oh, all right. <laughs> Come on. The only thing beating Henry Ruggs is the justice system. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on, the last three games is uh, our matchups for our teams. Um, I'll go ahead and just start with mine. Um, besides the Bills and Rams, I'm also kind of biased, but I do think this is probably the second best game of the week. Um, it's two, it's the best division in football, um, rivals going head to head. Um, last time these teams played each other, it was a playoff type environment. It was, I mean, winner goes to the playoffs. Um, Raiders won. Hallelujah. Um, news, JC Jackson is doubtful for week one, which I think is massive considering they're going to need all the help they can get for, uh, Devonte Adams, but I do think it's hella close. I'm obviously gonna pick my Raiders to win by. Mm, I'm gonna go like from four, four to seven. Um, but yeah, I got the Raiders. The only thing that worries me is our offensive line, but I think we'll get after Herbert. Yeah, this game is right up there. I think this game and then the the Vikings Green Bay are probably the best two games tomorrow, just because not necessarily. Best two games just because two really good teams going against each other. You know, like, there's other games that could be good, but they're not necessarily as good of teams. Like, these could be both shootouts. Um, this game's tough. Really hard for me. I've been going back and forth on it. Um, I think I'm going to give it a slight edge to the Chargers just because they don't have a new head coach. Uh, I think it may take me a game or two to get, you know, fully, you know, acclimated to Josh McDaniels. Uh, system and everything. Um, I think it's going to be really, really close. Might come down to the field goal or last possession. I can see it coming down just like the playoff game, basically playoff game last year, week 18. Uh, but I'm going to get the slight edge of the Chargers, um, but I would not be shocked if the Raiders won as well. Um, I got the the Raiders in this one. I, I, I think it's a really good matchup. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, but I just question if JC is going to be out. I think it's going to be a lot very difficult on the back end of the Chargers defense to be able to contain um, 
Devonte Adams, uh, Waller, and Renfro. So it's it's just a tough matchup for them. But I uh, I definitely think it's gonna be an exciting game. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Um, you got two really high powered offenses, and overall, really two really good teams. Yeah, next, uh, let's see what I have next on my list, whichever one's first. Uh, I guess we got the Saints and Falcons. Um, Tim, I'll just let you start since it's your team. Well, okay. I This could be a determining factor of the season, depending on how the Saints come out and play. Um, I definitely think this is an easy win for the Saints just because of how bad the Falcons' defense is and their non-existent offensive line. Pitts is always going to be dangerous, and I don't know if Drake London is playing. I know he got hurt in preseason, so I'm not sure on him. Um, but I think Mariota's going to play well. Um, it's just their defense is so bad, I think it's going to be hard to keep up with scoring. And the Saints defense, even after losing Garner Johnson, is still a good defense. Um so I definitely see it just kind of being a rough day trying to keep up. Brandon? Oh, I know if you're going to read one, go. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think the Saints are going to win this one fairly easy, I suppose, just because of how bad the Falcons are. I'm not very high on the Saints this year either, but I think the Falcons are one of the four teams in the race for Bryce. I mean, not necessarily – they won't take Bryce – but the pick for Bryce, they'll eventually trade, I'd assume, or CJ. Um, yeah, I think they're one of the bottom four teams with the Giants and the Bears and the Seahawks. Um, this game could get ugly. I don't think it does. Uh, I think just the Saints offense isn't going to be that productive, so it stays kind of close, but the Saints win by double digits. Uh, interesting fact, uh, last year, opening day, Jameis Winston threw for like five touchdowns on the Packers. Little, little fun fact for you there. Um, I think it's, I think the Saints beat the Falcons like 17 to three, maybe, maybe, maybe 20 to seven, 21 to seven. I think the, I think the Saints get up, their defense hold the Falcons and they just kind of, kind of run the ball and play pretty conservative and just just kind of dominated them time of possession um i think that's probably how the game goes yeah i got the saints winning um but i I could see it getting ugly if they wanted to run up the score and then uh last but not least uh brandon i'll let you start i'm trying to find them on my list eagles at the lions um go ahead yeah so this game could be close I think the Lions are going to be much improved this year. But I think the Eagles are just have too many weapons. They're just too good. Um, I, th- I think they're going to win this game. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout. It probably should be a blowout, uh, just based on rosters alone. But we still don't know if Jalen's going to be you know, the guy yet. He's got to kind of prove that, even with all these weapons. Uh, so know if last year has anything to say about it. The Lions were a losing team, so Jalen should play good and win this game. Uh, but I still think the Eagles win. You know, I, I kind of see it in that 7-10 to 10 range. Uh, but I think the Lions can keep it interesting. Yeah, uh, I got the Eagles. I, I definitely think it's it's a 
somewhat of a close game. Um, I definitely think the lines are be much improved, and I'm a big uh, Dan Campbell guy. Um, but I think the Eagles are just at this point too good to, you know, kind of be. I don't think they're going to be stagnant on offense like they were at times last year. I think having AJ Brown on the field is going to help Devontae a lot. Um, and that doesn't even talk about Quez, who's a kind of a home run hitter type of player. Um, he he's not necessarily good in the short game. He doesn't get targets there, but he, he's going to beat you at the top. I think having two dangerous guys outside on the field is going to definitely affect his ability to open, like take off the top off the defense. But I'm excited actually to see the Lions and how much they improve. I, I do think the Eagles end up winning this just based off of the seemingly overwhelming amount of talent they have compared to the Lions. Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. It's it's really just a talent thing. Uh, Eagles have so much talent, um, way better skill, uh, you know, at skill positions. Lions defense is really kind of, you know, you'd like to see them get up a little higher, you know, maybe have them be a top 15, even like you just be a middle of the pack defense. And I don't mm. know if it's even going to be that um, their offensive line's good. Um, they're going to give Jared Goff time to, to throw the ball and try to get to where it needs to go. I don't think Jared Goff's that bad of a quarterback. I think his contract's bad, but I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback. I think it is pretty competitive throughout most of the game. Um, but just from a talent um talent talent based stance um i think the eagles probably start to pull away towards the end of the fourth quarter i'm with brandon i see it in like the 10 to 7 but i could i could also see it in like two touchdown game if you know they score towards the end and the lions are just trying to score fast or something so um <clears throat> but that uh that concludes our our week 1 matchups um just kind of the preview our week 1 picks Let's talk about the Nebraska game. Um, I don't know. I'm as a Nebraska. I mean, I'm not. I'd say you guys are way bigger Nebraska fans than I am. I just happen to live in this state, and I could just you know kind of root for them. Um, so I'll kind of kind of hand it to you guys. What are your expectations going into this game? Um, curious to hear um, what you guys think. Me personally. Um, I don't know. I think I think we go in there, we handle our business, uh, we get out with a dub. I don't think it's you know, I don't think it's going to be like super close, but I just do not think we're a good team. And um, yeah, love to hear what you guys think. Um, yeah. So North Dakota game was a little disappointing and nerve wracking than it should have been. You know, they're tied at half, and then Oscar kind of came out and took control in the the second half. But North Dakota's a good team. Oh, by the way, what sorry not to interrupt you. By the way, uh, Nebraska's playing uh, Georgia Southern. I did not mention that. That's who we're playing. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, North Dakota is a good team. They're FCS level, um, but they're pretty. They're a decent team for that level. I think the way they play matches up decent with the FBS teams. Um, but it was disappointing. We should have blew them out. I mean, we kind of did, but it should have looked a lot worse than it did. You know, Georgia Southern 
I don't know who they played last week. I don't think it was anybody. I don't even know if it was a fucking FESD1 team. I think it right was. Now. It might not even been an FCS team. I don't know who they were. Oh, uh, they played Morgan State. Yeah, I don't know where they play. They beat them 59-7. to seven. Uh, So that worries me a little bit. Kind of a high-power offense. Um, but, you know, it's a night game for some fucking reason. Uh, we're, in, <laughs> we're in our throwbacks again for no, I have no idea why. So I think we come out with a little bit of energy. You know, the night games in Lincoln are pretty crazy. Um, so I kind of think we kind of hopefully feed on the fans in the atmosphere and uh, kind of handle these guys. The biggest thing I'm looking for is just four quarters of fucking football that doesn't look like dog shit. You know, I don't... The first half last weekend was just miserable to watch. I don't... The defense looked better. They still can't fucking tackle. But they looked better. Um, but the offense struggled. You know, they asked Frost if who was calling the plays, and he declined to answer. So it makes people think that he was calling them in the first half. That's why it looked so bad. And then Whipple took over in the second half, and that's why they started looking better. Um, but Casey, you know, first half of Northwestern, first half of the third quarter as well, looked good. Like, somebody that's going to lead this team to the bowl game this year and shit. And then he just fell apart. Uh, missing Volkolek is big. Hopefully he returns, uh, at least for Oklahoma. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Fadone. He didn't suit up. Omar was back, which was huge. He had a concussion. So Miss Northwestern. Uh, Trey Palmer is a beast. You know, I think we Anthony Grant is a stud. That dude is a monster for him. Kind of out of nowhere, kind of surprising. Um, but hopefully we can just play four good quarters of football. Uh, kind of get on them early and don't let them ever have a chance. I just want to see some kind of consistency out of our offense, whether it's you know, we run the rock on them, you know, very well, or Casey looks good. Just, just no stupid mistakes. Just play sound football. We need to have as much momentum as we can going into Oklahoma, because uh, they will be 2-0 uh, when we face them and rank top 10. So we just got to have some momentum, something we can carry into that game to give us some kind of hope. I'm not, I'm still optimistic this team is good. I still optimistic this team could go to a bowl game. I don't know if they can win the Big Ten or the Big Ten West anymore. I mean, they can. I still know if they can. Uh, but I don't know. I just want some kind of consistency, something that looks good on, on TV. So uh, just as a little note here, um, Morgan State is a part of the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference in FCS Division One. But this division is literally teams I have never heard of. Um, we got uh, let me click on it real quick. We got Coppin State University, Delaware State, Howard University, uh, Maryland Eastern Shore, Norfolk State, North Carolina Central, and South Carolina State. Um, so they're not a big team, but Georgia Southern is a air raid offense, from what I know. So that's kind of a always a difficult matchup. But it's it's also hard to not be somewhat biased as a big Huskers fan. 
I would like to think that they would kind of just blow them out of the water, and that's what it is. But after watching last week with the North Dakota game being closer than it should have been, it depends on which team comes out. If they come out like the second half team, I think it it looks like whatever it wants it to look like. It looks like a quote unquote beatdown. If the first half team comes out, I think it's kind of the same thing. Um, but Anthony Grant is a is insane, and the running back room is really good. Um, I think Casey needs to be more confident in his play and just play like he can. But I also am looking forward to maybe being a little more creative, creative offensively instead of yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, that just was funny. <laughs> um, just just be not so stiff all the time. Like not be so predictable. Sometimes it seems like we don't try to do to do like you know um, options or even a little bit different like type of run. We kind of just do same base stuff kind of frequently. But I I think this team has the talent to definitely be a team that can compete in the Big Ten. It's just about getting there. It's about doing it. It's about being consistent. It's about Putting everything together. You have the talent. You have the pieces. You've got to finally put it together and, and produce the way you know you can. Um, it's going to be a big game for Quentin Newsom and Tommy Hill. Um, I don't know. I obviously don't know much about Georgia Southern. But it should also be a big game for O'Shawn Mathis and Garrett Nelson. But we'll see how that goes. I don't know if Heinrich's playing either. I haven't heard anything about him with his, with his wrist issue, but um, the DB group needs to be on point with Georgia Southern being a air raid team. Even if Morgan State is a quote-unquote bad team or a not a, not necessarily bad team, but like they don't have they can't compete from a talent aspect. It doesn't mean you need to say you can't take Georgia Southern lightly. You have to come out there and you have to be aggressive and you have to be. You have to just go all out. You cannot think that it's going to be an easy game. And I'm a little afraid that's kind of what happened with North Dakota in the first half. But the play calling also was not very good offensively early. And it got better as the game went on. But definitely if the second half looked pretty good. There were a few things that didn't make sense at times. But I think that's more the team that they can be, especially offensively. I think they can be a really dynamic team offensively. Um, you have three running backs for sure that can pretty much at this point, I think three running backs that can be starters on a number of college teams that are really good, talented backs. It's about utilizing them and putting them in the best spot possible. And that's kind of how it is for the whole team. And I'm, I'm just looking for a consistent team that looks like the second half from last week. Yeah, uh, I don't think we have the talent to compete in the Big Ten. I don't think we have the coaching. Uh, I'm just going to be honest. Like, that's just my opinion. I don't. I think we look bad. I don't think the talent is as good as we've, I mean, been hyped up to be. I think we fall in love with, you know, the Huskers and it being different. And it's been the same shit the last few years. And I, I think it starts with the coaching. I think Frost needs to get out of there. Um, it sucks to say. I mean, 
but I'm also not as big as a Husker fan as you guys are. But um, moving on, we are uh, we're gonna do our week two slate of college picks. Um, so looking at it last week, um, Brandon went four and two. I went five and one. Jesse went four and two, and Tim went four and two. Uh, overall records, Brandon at eight and four. I'm at nine and three. Jesse's at seven and five, and Tim is at seven and five. A lot of football. A lot of weeks left to still go. Um, I don't know. If we ever talked about this, um, and we don't. We I think we should start it. But if you call the game correctly, the score of the Huster game, it should be like an extra point or something. Because I called the score on the dot. Um. That's kind of cool, but moving on, um, you know, we got, what do we got? Week three, week two. Sorry, I have technical difficulties right now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, so we all have Nebraska beating Georgia Southern. Pretty, pretty easy. Um, oh, wait, maybe I didn't get the score right for that. No, you game. weren't even close. It was 38-17. I mean, you are close, but you were um, wrong. No, my bad. I, I had it right for this. 38-17 is what I guessed for this week. My bad. I was looking at the wrong one. Um, so, Alabama, Texas. Um, we all have Alabama. I just want to see Texas be somewhat competent. Um, you guys have any any thoughts on it? You guys want me just to run through it, or uh, another fun fact for you? Uh, Texas has only lost to Bama when the Queen was on the throne. So, okay. So her death. <laughs> uh, okay. Could mean Texas is back. Um, I <laughs> hope not, Texas. but history proves that it could be. All right, I got a quick note. Uh, Texas is gonna get beat by a Country Mile. It's not gonna be close. So what exactly is a Country Mile? Yeah, that's the thing. What's the the exact number on that? Who knows? 889? Is it 808? Okay. Um, Iowa and Iowa State. Um, Looking at it, I'm the only one who picked Iowa. Um, I don't really really know anything about the two, so I just picked one that had the shorter name to type. (laughs) Um, Tennessee and Pitt. Pittsburgh, number ranked 24, 24 ranked Tennessee, 17 ranked Pittsburgh. You, Brandon's got Tennessee. I got Pittsburgh. Jesse's got 10. God, I'm the only one who picked Pittsburgh. <laughs> God damn. Well, why'd you guys pick Tennessee? I'm curious. Um, the like colors were there. ugly. How is orange and white ugly? Yeah, because yeah, orange and white. Okay. Anyway, Pitt looked good against West Virginia, but you know without Kenny Pickett and without Whipple, I don't think they're as good as they were last year. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee looked pretty damn good week one. I think they kind of ride that into here and, and the upset Pittsburgh. I'm also a big fan of just what they're doing there. I think they have a really good coach in there, and I think they're gonna put the pieces together and definitely be able to contend again as as a top team. I don't know 
what they're going to be like, you know, throughout the season. But I definitely think that they, you could say that as Texas fans like to say all the time, they're back. It's just about in what capacity. We're back, baby. Uh, next game, we got uh, Kentucky ranked number 20 and Florida ranked 12. Um, I think we all picked Florida. I think I'm pretty high on Florida this year. I don't know if they like make a playoff or anything, but um, they're very they're a very interesting team, and I really like Kentucky's quarterback as well. I think he's he's pretty good. Yeah, Florida like, looked damn uh, good against Utah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big uh, Napier fan, and I AR15, which that's their quarterback. Um, if he plays even close to what he did last week. I, I, that team's gonna be really hard to beat. He's insanely good when he plays like that, and I I just think that Kentucky's gonna take a little bit of a maybe a step back and come back to earth a little bit. But Florida's a hard matchup for them, I think. Uh, up next we got number nine Baylor versus uh number twenty one BYU. I almost picked the upset with Tim. Uh, Tim, why don't you tell us why you picked the upset? Um. I kind of just wanted to pick an upset. Yeah, dude, I was with you. I was like, I'll BYU? Fuck it. Like, I was like, well, why like, not? Like, I think Baylor's a good team, and I like their coach. But, like, I, I just like to roll with the upset because it sounds – it'd be, be kind of interesting to see. Um, and, and BYU's – I don't know if they're going to be as good as last year because they obviously don't have Zach Wilson anymore. But, like, the previous years, it's just going to see what they how they adjust to that. And I don't know what their talent level is like. Um, So we'll see. But you know it's college football; anything can happen. So, so while true. it is a ranking upset, the BYU is two and a half point favorites. Really? Why? Why are they favored? That's wild to me. I don't know. This is based off of Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah, you know what? I feel like that's a trap for people to be like, "Oh fuck, let's let's do BYU, BYU," and then number nine is gonna fucking kill them. Fun fact, we can go to that game as low as $50 a ticket, but we can go to the Bama-Texas game for as low as $8 a ticket. What the fuck? Just a little fun fact for you. Road trip. No. Uh, yeah, so back to the, the <laughs> Iowa-Iowa State game. Um, the reason I picked Iowa State is because Iowa looked god-awful against SDSU, <laughs> who got they beat like by it. North Dakota last year. Yeah. We beat by 21. Um, they beat by two safeties. So, uh, dude, I yeah, don't think I was quarterbacks how... worth the shit. Oh, um, dude, he's so bad. Dude, but how good do you have to be to get two safeties in one game? Their defense is I mean, legit, but it's also really SDSU. Like, but they should be SDSU by a lot punter, more than yeah. four. Their well, punter is insane, though. Like, you did a really good job. Like, their punter is really good. But still, like I, the offense is so bad. Anyway, I just want to shit know. on Iowa a little bit. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the past few years, it's pretty much just been Tyler Goodson, and now he's in the NFL. And Petrus is probably one of the worst, if not the worst, quarterback in the Big Ten. So, well, moving on to the Husker score, we all have it pretty high. Uh, Brandon's got it at 41-17. I have 38-17. Jesse's got 31-21. And Tim's got 44-21. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope it's that big of a blowout, but we'll see. We'll see. 
Um, last on the agenda, um, actually, not last. We'll do one little thing because I remembered. Uh, quick little thing about Lamar Jackson. Just how do you feel about them not reaching a new deal with him? Um, you know, I'd like to see the number he turned down. You know, it's kind of hard to say right now because you don't know how much money he turned down and what they offered him. Um, I wouldn't have given him a fully guaranteed contract like Watson, like at least that many years. But if you wanted to do something like how Kirk Cousins did, like a, like I would have done like a three-year, you know, max, you know, fully guaranteed contract and like, you know, had it super high with a like a big a big signing bonus, just maybe shorter term, but. You know, I don't think it affects the season. I don't. Yeah, it's pretty wild the Ravens won't kind of just sign him. I mean, he, John Harbaugh, right? No, Jim. Jim Harbaugh. No? Whatever Harbaugh's brother's I brother is. Team. Honest, I, think it's, um, I think it is John. <laughs> pretty sure it's John. Pretty but... sure it's John, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, he kind of saved his job in Baltimore. Uh, and kind of, you know, kept that team from just being absolute dog shit. So I don't know why you don't pay the guy. Um, he's got a insane amount of talent. He's got more talent than Kyler Murray, in my opinion. Uh, and I don't think Lamar really handled this very well. You know, he's his own agent or his mom's his agent or whatever. Um, but I listened to another podcast I listened to, and he had a good point. He's like, I wouldn't, why is he playing and practicing for this team that won't pay him? Like, he gets hurt week two. There goes his money. You know, he tears ACL or something like that. Uh, so I just don't know if he's playing it that smart. Um, I mean, I, I respect it. You know, I really do. I don't like the people that, you know, kind of hold out and stuff like that. So I respect him playing through it. Uh, but I don't know if it's the smartest for him based on his play style. Yeah, I'm kind of along that line. I think it's... It's ultimately not the smartest move for him simply because of the fact that given his play style, you know, one injury could be the end of it. Like, he could never be that dynamic again. It could be like an RG3 thing where he's just never the same again. Um, And who knows what what was talked about? Like, you know, who knows how far off they are? Um, But I definitely think he should have like targeted like a Kirk Cousins deal maybe because the Ravens aren't a stupid franchise like the, the Browns. Um, it just like you, you gotta, it's a business, but you have to be smart about your decisions. And while I don't think it's going to affect his play, I think the outcome from this season could be a bargaining chip for the Ravens. Like it's a, you know, he gets hurt, like misses a certain amount of games. They're going to use that against him. Like, it's the same thing as playing hurt. They're going to use that against you. You got to do what's best for yourself. And, you know, betting on yourself is a good idea as long as it works out. Yeah. Um. Another thing to mention, not having an agent probably really hurt him. Yeah. Um. I can't imagine... Lamar Jackson, probably a smart guy, you know, but not having an agent is, you know, or at least a lawyer to look over some, you know what I mean? Not having someone besides himself and like his mom, you know, yeah. uh, I, not a fan of it. 
Um, this would be one of the rare times. I'll be real. One of the rare times I would not knock a player for sitting out till he got the contract he wanted. You know, um, he's won an MVP. Mm-hmm. He's he's taken that team to the playoffs. Granted, you know, you you haven't really won. You haven't gotten to like an AFC championship game or something. But you're right there. And, you know, without Lamar Jackson, what are the Ravens? I mean, look at their division right now. Burrow, Watson, you know, and then the Steelers, you know, pick it. We don't know who that, you know, how it's going to go. But AFC is loaded. You know, every division's got a big-time quarterback for the most part. Um, I don't get – yeah, I'm, I'm with Brand, I'm with you guys. I don't know why they – you wouldn't sign a guy – who is really the only reason why your franchise is where it's at. I won't say only. They've done a good job drafting and stuff. But you need a quarterback. They have one. You need to pay him, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, he deserves to get paid. Like, that's the yeah. underlying thing. And that's, yeah. And I, that's the thing. It's like, you know, he, he's one of those guys. He has the accolades. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on now to our, to our final thing. Um, what games game or games you can give me one college one pro or just one game overall um that you guys are the most excited for this weekend give us like your game of the week that's not your own team so like if you wanted to say raiders chargers you could i can't because that's my team so just we'll start with brandon what's what's a game or two um that you're super excited to watch this week uh so start the the college side um, two kind of tied for first. I think both could be really, really good games. Uh, the Tennessee Pitt game, I think that could be turn out to be a really, really good game. I can see Tennessee kind of blowing them out, uh, but it should be a good game. And then uh, um, the Kentucky-Florida game, I think will be a really good matchup. Uh, and then on the NFL side, uh, probably going to be the Chargers-Raiders. I think pretty much every divisional matchup. In that division this year, it's going to be a must-watch. Uh, should be two high-powered offenses going against each other, kind of just duking it out, kind of like what we thought we were going to see yesterday. Uh, so I think I'm pretty excited to watch that game. Uh, I got I got two college games. Um, one is simply for the fact of watching Texas get destroyed at the Alabama-Texas <laughs> game. Simply for that. That would be that would make my day. Um, the other one would be the Baylor BYU game. I think it's just an intriguing matchup based off of like you look at the betting odds and then um, the way that they're ranked. I think that's it's always a fun time watching ranked teams play because it's usually a really good matchup. Um, as far as the NFL goes, I got uh, Eagles versus Detroit. I I'm really wanting to watch how the Eagles look and see you know a Dan Campbell, like, officially, like, like Dan Campbell culture team now. I think that they're fully into the the motion of his culture. I would assume most guys there are bought in. Um, so I want to see what that's like. I want to see how they play, see how they compete. Because um, he kind of preaches aggressiveness and being basically kind of a, kind of an asshole. But you got guys like Penny Sewell who are kind of already like that. They're fiery guys, and I want to see how they come out and play. Yeah, mine, uh, Kentucky-Florida is, is my college game. I'm, I'm super excited to see those two quarterbacks go at it. 
Uh, I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll be close. Um, and then for the NFL, um, I go back and forth with it. Uh, I'm going to go probably uh, Packers, Vikings. That game is going to be super fun and super, um, I think, telling of the division, you know. Like, if the Vikings go ahead and win that game, you know, you're going to be really like, okay, here you go. And then if the Packers win, you know, depending on how they play and how Aaron Rodgers play, you know, you could be like, oh, well, Packers don't need Devontae Adams. So I think it'll be an interesting, fun game. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, that wraps up the podcast. Uh, anyone got anything else to say? Or um, I got one quick note for the Packers game. You know, I see Toure play, who's a Husker guy, because of Lazard being hurt. I don't know what their depth chart actually looks like, but you might be able to see him play a little bit outside of like maybe special teams. So that'd be kind of cool as a Husker fan. Uh, Brandon, yeah. anything you want to add? No, not really. I'm super pumped for the NFL and college football to be back and in full swing. Uh, it was nice of me to watch a real NFL game that mattered last night. So pretty excited for this weekend or for Sunday. Well, and Saturday, I guess. But, you know, really coming in the best time of year. You know, temperatures kind of cool down a little bit and, and football's back on TV. Amen. Well, thanks for listening to the first and pick six podcast. Um, Hopefully see you next week. See ya. See ya.